Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé the other way. As you probably know our podcast Tender Loving Care which is available on all podcasting platforms has a new episode each Wednesday and in that podcast we break down two shows from the TLC network past or present deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos we've decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of The Other Way and release it as some more content for you, our beautiful trash TV loving listeners every Tuesday. Okay, how you doing? Doing. You good? You good in there? How is it going back to Austin after being in LA last week? We were together. We were holding each other. We were mm. on live on Instagram. We recorded together. And then you left me. I know. I'm sorry. I have so many people begging me to move back. Um, I don't know that I can just yet. I love the city of Austin. If That's, only all my yeah. friends were here. The city itself is so much better to me. Well, I want you to be happy, but I think you should move back. So that being said, We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Listen, Kate, the party is getting so big. We are going to be jet set and coast to coast. (laughs) That's true. And we'll have all of our live shows. Because of our live shows, we'll sometimes be in Austin. We'll be in LA. We'll be in New York. We'll be at BravoCon. We'll be in the Bravo um, Clubhouse. You know? (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. We'll be all uh, over. We will be living out of a suitcase very happily. True. True. Um, you know, a couple of things, okay. a couple of things I want to talk about before we get into the other way. And we're going to get into it straight away because there is so much to discuss. 
first of all, listeners, as you know, as I always say at the beginning, we have our regular episode on a Wednesday. We have this show that's coming out on a Tuesday and we have our Patreon episode, which comes out every Friday morning. Um, That is on exclusively for our Patreon. In our Patreon, we discuss band of pump rules. Obviously, you know the mess it is. There's so much going on there. Sign up for our Patreon. It's only $5 a month. You can go to patreon.com, search Tender Loving Care Podcast, sign up. And also signing up from now until the 6th of April, you'll be put into a draw to win a very special prize. Now, that prize is Vanderpump-related. It's due to an agent in the field, meaning somebody that has given us some insane information about behind the scenes of Vanderpump Rules. All of it, I'm not going to go into here. It is on our feed. So go into your podcasting feed right now. Double check a new episode that we've released today. This week, we're literally releasing like 100 episodes a week at this point. It's insane, Kate. It's too much, Bob, too much. Um, But no, so we recorded something very, it's like a 15 minute clip, but it's got some very, very interesting Vanderpump news from behind the scenes. And it details about what you can win by signing up to our Patreon. So go and check that out now. Um, Kate, Talking about how much we record, right? And we're like, you know, Kate and I's schedules are all over the place and we're trying to have lives and, you know, we work and we're doing all this stuff and we're recording as much as possible. And then we get all this info. We're recording again when something breaks in the Bravo world. We're like, get on and record. Like, gotta, gotta go. You know, Kate and I are often like, oh, we're so busy. We're so busy, right? Now, (laughs) I think that i know busy is overused i get it kate and i do not have kids we do not have animals right now so look i I get it but you know we are still packed from like kate and i wake up super early we go to bed late we've got a lot of stuff going on um and hopefully it keeps getting busy but i think i'm busy and then i listen to holy grail bitch sesh casey rose wilson who's one of my heroes you know she talks a lot about there was this great great episode of bitch says where she talks about how her and her husband she says were so lazy that they love to eat in bed so they have salt and pa- pepper shakers on their bed stand <laughs> because they eat in bed right wow and she, said she had a cleaner once that was like uh are these supposed to be here and she goes leave them there because we like to eat in bed right but then Casey Rose Wilson has just had a new baby okay She's an actress working on like three different shows. She did voiceover of an or this audio, um, uh, uh, po- sorry, a podcast called Fed Up, which you should go and listen. She does the regular potty bitch sesh. She wrote a book. She did a short film. She's done all of this and she's three kids and a husband. So as she's my idol, I listen to her and I think every time she talks about she her thinking she's lazy, I'm like, Let's get another episode of the party out. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I agree. And this isn't meant to be disparaging because I love her too. But I'm sure she has several employees. So Mm. let's not forget that. That helps. That That is very true. And she is very open about the fact that she said she was so broke when she was in New York. She went to NYU and she said she was struggling to be an actress. Um, And she said, I was working as a personal assistant. She goes, but I also had a personal assistant at the time. 
was a personal assistant. I had a personal assistant. But no, she definitely has that. But I think what it made me think about is that she's passionate about all these things she does. And you find time. When you're passionate about something, you find time. So, okay, we got to find more time. I'll try. (laughs) We'll try. We'll try for you listeners. But we definitely... um, are going to get into 90 Day Fiancé the other way. Kate, another award-winning episode. Oh my gosh, it just gets better and better. I loved it. I loved it. We are on episode eight, entitled, For Every Joy, There is a Price to be Paid. Oh! <laughs> hey, lead us into whoever, which <sighs> moron you want to start with, because they are all outstanding. I think we have to start with how the episode started, which was Mahmoud in the street yelling with Nicole. That's her name, right? Nicole. Yeah, I know. I was. I just second guess myself. <laughs> um, hey. They're yelling at each other in the street, and then we get a timestamp. When that timestamp came up, and it said five hours earlier, I went to TLC and I knew that Kate Chinland in Austin watched this and went oh that was beautiful work I knew (laughs) you were pretty we always love a timestamp so good it's one of our favorite tropes of reality tv so yeah five hours earlier and so it it just contrasts with that this editing Mm. was so chef's kiss amazing Mm. Mm. so five hours late five hours earlier Hi, honey. What are you doing, honey? Eating breakfast, honey. Honey, honey, honey. Uh, they they tell us that they have they're they're at a standstill with their fighting. Well, it's a sure. truce for the time being because they're just fucking exhausted from yelling at each other. What they said is that I have in my notes after the oh hi honey hi honey I love you honey I love you honey was. We agreed to stop talking about our problems. I I don't know about you, Nicole, but I don't think that's going to solve anything. I'm just going out on a limb here. Get get Jenny over here with the broom and sweep it under the rug. (laughs) So instead, you know, and I was referring to my notes after they decide to stop talking about their problems, which will fix everything, is we see her eating in that room because I don't think she leaves it. But we we get a lovely glimpse of the mother just on the sofa. Love the mother. Love Mahmoud's mother. But I feel as though she is watching this as much of a viewer as we are. Yeah, I feel like she is watching it and it's getting translated for her somehow and she is watching it like we're watching it. I also am so confused, Kate, because they say this and then the the way they greet each other, the way they interact, I just wrote, have they ever met each other before this? It's so confusing to me. They're stiff. They're awkward. I'm like, what, what are they like in bed? Like, are they... Do they talk? Do they? I, I don't. I, I was so confused. I think she's curled up in the corner of the bed and they don't touch. I mean, I, do you think they've had sex? See, unfortunately, she doesn't talk about it. Now, that's not what we like in our in our reality TV stars. Um, I do think they have, but there isn't an, an 
ounce of passion or intimacy. And listen, I get it. It's a cultural thing that she is. We find a lot about her in this episode, but you can tell she's probably terrified to touch him inappropriately. So I get that we're not going to see that. I understand that. It's not going to be like the Nicole that went to Morocco with um, There Is No Store, uh, whatever his name was. Um, But where she was trying to touch him all the time. So I understand Nicole's being respectful with the camera and in public and things. But the way they speak is like, hello, hello, how are you today? I'm fine. How are you today? And it's like, what? And then they just throw in, I love you. And it's like, I love you. I don't think, I don't think there's a lot of love, intimacy or anything going on. I mean, we get the slightest glimpse of her appreciating something about him and maybe looking at him with something other than completely blank deer in headlights eyes. Uh, he says, okay, I'm going to, cause, cause they just met with his uncle. Right. And the uncle is of course, more traditional. He has a very traditional family is also what I'm learning from reading online. Like there are people that are from that area that are, you know, on Reddit saying like, listen, not everyone is as strict. Yeah. As you know, with, with all this as his family is and all, all the kinds of things like that. But, um, anyway, so he decided, I need to teach her and his uncle told him that he needs to teach her the ways of praying and the cultural things and he needs to take the time and and talk with her about this yeah. and teach her. So they're praying. He's teaching her how to pray and he's saying the prayers and she's looking at him and she tells us, "See, this is when I remember how much I love him because he starts speaking in this way I normally don't hear him speak and it's it's beautiful." And you're like, "Okay." I mean, you're right. So they go into this whole thing and it, it's just so nuts. Like, I'm not going to harp on, which you know I will, about the, um, but I'm going to keep it limited. It's about this religion thing. We we learned in the very beginning that she said, I have once again reverted, it's reverted, not converted, to Islam. Um, but she knows nothing about the faith. And she. what's so insulting to me, whatever religion or faith you are, You should not be claiming you are a part of a faith if you know zero about it. She was in America for years. She could go to lessons. She could study online. Every she could have been studying everything about the religion, just learning about. You know, we learn about voodoo, which is like the cleansing before you start praying. And she she knows none of it, Kate. She was in there and he was washing his hands, and she looks just like, oh, how do you do that with your nose? I'm like. How do you not know any of this? I know. It really proved that my theory that she just said she was doing this because she wanted to go home and sound cool to people like, oh, well, I oh. married this guy. Or, you, know, I, you know, I I changed my religion now. Like, I think she kind of liked that, you know. Really? But, Interesting. Yeah, like she hmm. likes to be different and... Oh, she's different, all right. But kind Ooh, of, a po- she's but but she's like a poser, you know. She didn't yeah. actually do it because <laughs> you called it from the beginning. When we had our first episode on this. I said, I don't understand her speech patterns. I don't understand her lack of facial movement. I don't. And you said it's very affected. You were like, it's very affected because she speaks. That was another thing. I was like, her lip is a little bit out, and she kind of speaks like this. But then that goes away, and yeah, so. That's a the one nice moment they have pretty much yes. the whole episode. Yes. So then they're going oh, no. swimming. 
I mean, so they're in the room and she has what what is colloquially termed, I think in the West, I think we term it, as a burkini. And it's basically a modest piece of clothing for women uh, to wear to swim in. And um, everything changed. You know how we flip-flop, but how I flip-flop about Nicole. I still think she's kookadook and a nightmare. But in this scene, they're in the room, they're getting ready. We're going to go swimming. Fantastic. And I love, I love that Mahmoud goes, oh, my love, I know that you don't like, you don't like to be hot. She moved to Egypt. You, (laughs) what are you, that skin is going to be like a New Jersey housewife in, if she walks outside. The heat in Egypt, cuckoo. Anyway, so she says, he goes, so are you going to wear it? And she goes, I am, I am. And she very innocently and respectfully just said, well, what do I wear underneath it? Because valid question, like you naked, do you wear underwear? Do you wear... And he was so, I'm not defending him, but I'm saying he, the explanation of his reaction was offended, deeply offended by what she said. And he's on the, he's on the bed and she, they were having a nice conversation. She says that and he just goes, Ugh. And he starts putting his head down. You can see he's getting visibly angry, gets up off the bed, and she's lost. And she goes, but no, I was Mahmoud. And he walks into the kitchen, lights up a ciggy, and he's smoking in that kitchen, which did not have the window open, and he was smoking a cigarette. So that enough was upsetting me. But he's smoking a cigarette and angry, and she's lost. She's no clue why he's so angry and i'm sure he had his reasons but it's never explained to her and we see now her frustration yes he and i have felt this for a while he's i know he's not a good guy uh to me and and i think I don't know. I was trying to guess what happened with him. And I think it just set him off. Like it just sets him off that she doesn't know these basic things yes. that a woman, oh, yeah. that a woman in his community, if he married her, she would know, but it's like the simplest things. And he, I think he's just like, really? And he's like mad. Like, how come you don't know I, that? That's a really good explanation because I immediately went to, he's angry because they don't discuss such things like the, the nudity or like wearing underwear, like that wouldn't be discussed in his presence. And that that's me completely guessing. I've no idea. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why I thought yeah. he was like, oh, I'm not, dis- I don't discuss that. It's so rude of you and crude. Like he would think that was very crude and that's where he walked off. But you're right. It could absolutely be that. That he's just like, how do you not know any of, you're supposed to know, why are you asking me? You should know this. But this poor Nicole, she doesn't know, you know? And look, have we gone on about yes she should have done all this research she should know a lot more than she does being there but she's not gonna know everything and the poor girl was just like okay and she starts crying and he comes back in and then he's like you know i my heart was going out to her and then he comes in he's like you ready to go and she's like dabbing a tissue crying she's like yeah they get in a tuk-tuk they go to this hotel and it was explained to us that you know if if you're a tourist going to egypt you can absolutely wear a bikini um, because you are not married to um, a Muslim man and you're not part of the culture, you're a tourist. So you can, you can, it's very much like in Dubai, you know, you can, tourists can do a lot more than residents can sometimes. Um, so they get there and we see her and look, this photo is unfair. It has been used. On... Okay. It has been used on Instagram a lot and it's her standing, looking so dejected, and so 
By the way, guys, you might think I'm a dick because I'm laughing. Kate is fully pissing her pants laughing right now, except she doesn't have the mic up. So I just want you to know I'm not the bad one for laughing all the time because Kate is full on laughing right now. I'm laughing so hard because you guys, if you haven't seen this image, I mean, you watch the show, so you know what we're talking about. She's because they they zoom in on her and she's standing in the dressing room wearing the burkini just with a thousand yard stare. miserable just i mean there's nothing there anyway but it is just so dark it is hello darkness my old friend Mm. and so then she's talking to the camera and she goes you know this is what i'm supposed to do and she's just so miserable and then she's like but i don't cover my head so she takes takes the hood off she goes outside and i was very surprised macklemore never said anything at this point then he goes, you look great. You look great, Nicole. And she's like, okay, thank you. And she sits, sorry, my love, my love. She sits down and they start having conversation where Mahmoud is ringing up the points, which we learn is this very deliberate Mahmoud. We see what's going on. He's like, I just want to say, you know, thank you. I know how hard this is, my love. I think he's ever said Nicole. I think he just says, my love, like Yolanda. Um, you know, I know how hard this is and thank you so much. You changed your culture, you left your country, you left all the... And I'm like, okay, good. She needs to hear this. Good, you're saying this. She needs to hear this. She needs to be told how hard it is. And then Nicole says, well, it's all about compromise. He goes, well, I can't have you doing everything I don't want. And blah, blah. they kind of go back a little bit. Then the cameras go down. What do we see next, Kate? Boom! Boom. And they're back to fighting. Yes. So she tells us next time the cameras are up, they're like storming out of the pool, out of the hotel. And she tells us that they the cameras went down, they got changed. And then she walked up to him because she thought he was kind of like seeming funny. She said he seemed funny or something like off. And so she asked him what's wrong. And then he sarcastically said, like you care anyways or something like that and then she snapped lost it and and just wanted nothing to do with him anymore she's like enough is enough and she's trying to escape him and she just keeps saying leave me the fuck alone and he's like what did i do what did i do he's right in her face following her around grabbing her arms and she's like just like your whole attitude and everything about you Nicole, she just has such a hard time articulating herself. You know who she's reminiscent of, but not as cringy, is Alex McCord from Real Housewives of New York. Because, first of all, they have the exact same complexion, like translucent. But it's the fact that Alex McCord was constantly bullied and she could never stand up for herself. She could not articulate herself. And Nicole's kind of the same. She's much more sullen than than Alex McCord ever was, but she's always just like, well, you know, to stop. Or, uh, and she goes to say something and stops. And, like, mm-hmm. she can't get the words out. And you're watching it as a viewer going, Nicole, Nicole, stop, calm down, say something, have a full sentence of what is going on, please. Because she's just like, no, no, stop. Macklemore, no, and he's going, what is it? What is it? And he's shouting at her in the street. And remember, guys, Culturally, this is unheard of. You are watching a white woman screaming at her Egyptian husband in the street and basically fighting back, you know? And he's grabbing her arm and she's like, get off my arm, which he does, but then he goes in and grabs it again. 
And she goes, don't touch me. And she says to the camera at one point, she goes, he saves all this shit for when the camera's down. There's probably a lot going on. And so then he's finally, you can see his anger is, ooh, you can feel it getting bigger and bigger. She walks back to the hotel. He's like, where are you going? Where are you going? And then he's talking to the camera. He's like, that would never happen with an Egyptian wife. That would that would never happen with an Egyptian wife. Well, because she eventually shoves him and. Oh, she does. She shoves him, but she only shoves him because she's telling him repeatedly, repeatedly, leave me alone. Stop grabbing me. Stop touching me. Stop, 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 stop. And he won't. And so she kind of shoves him off and then he grabs her arm and you saw his eyes go dark. And I was like, ooh, I know. I don't know what happens when the cameras aren't there. I don't know. I, it just, she goes back into the hotel. He, you can see, like Kate says, the anger in his eyes. He goes back into the hotel. She sat down and she's so visibly upset. And what my heart goes out to in so many ways, because this situation's horrible. Secondly, I know what it's like moving to a new country and I can speak the language here and I knew the culture, but I was pretty much alone here. And you feel lonely very, very easily. And she says she doesn't speak the language. She has no one in her corner. She's got nobody to call. And I I just kept thinking, watching it, thank God there's a film crew there. Like, I just kept thinking, thank God. Because you can say to that film crew, get me an Uber home or get me something. Because you see him calling an Uber. But I'm like, does she even have a phone that works there? You know, does she? You don't know any of this stuff. And... And getting into an Uber, is that allowed as a woman on her own? You know, you don't know any of these things. So I just thought, thank God there's a film crew there. He comes into her. Then he says one of the most ridiculous statements that's ever been said on 90 Day. He goes to her, I'm going to go and get a car outside. If you don't come out in five minutes, we're getting divorced. We're divorced. That's it. And she like turns away. He goes out. You see him eventually getting into an Uber and going home. And she's there just going, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. What is so interesting, we got so much out of them, is that she she tells the camera, I was single for 10 years. So mm-hmm. she's my age. She's 38. And he, so that means from 28 to 30, maybe I think she met him like 36, 37. Or so, 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 something like that, 26 to 36, let's say, she was single. That is a hell of a long time. And you become very self-sufficient. You have your routines. You live a life in a very different way. And as the years go on and the more single you are, it's harder and harder to have somebody in your life and not just think about yourself anymore. And it's not a consciously selfish thing. It's you're adapting to life. And she's been in LA single for 10 years and she has just relied on herself and friends and whatever. And, you know, the Pasadena Rose Bowl flea market. (laughs) And um, another thing, boom, straight away, he's nine years younger than her. Yeah, she says, I've been single 10 years and now I have this guy nine years younger than me trying to tell me what to telling me what to do all the time. And I let him. It was so telling, Kate. Yeah. What did you make of all of it in a nutshell? I think that she was trying to prove something to herself by coming here again. Okay. Okay. Because she 
wants to she wants to prove that she can like follow through with something and not give up on something and also mm-hmm. i think that we learned he has a dark side that we didn't see at first and god knows what he's been saying to her this whole time before the cameras were there um so yeah is she annoying a lot of times and she's like you know affected and whatever and she's you know some la <laughs> vintage girl whatever but she i don't know i i I think she really wanted to give it another try coming here. I agree. And I think what you're saying is valid that I think she was in LA and she wanted, she was presented with this opportunity that she took and she married him. It didn't work out. She came back, but she, you're right. She didn't want to fail. She didn't want to be like maybe in LA at 38. It didn't seem like she had a career. And I think she thought, well, what have I got left? I've got a husband. I can make this work. It's a big change. It's a big statement. But she didn't think it through. She didn't no. think anything through. No. And she's in this situation now. And I just thank God she's got a film crew. That's all I can say. And I think it's he's nine years younger. No. I mean, it's very rare that that kind of age can work. And especially at 38, when you've been single, she had no business going with a 29-year-old man that has a different culture, different beliefs, different religion, and lives thousands of miles away. Right. It, it, it wasn't going to work. No. And all I can tell you is from their Instagram is that I saw on Valentine's Day, both of them were like, oh, to my love, to my love. So God knows, Kate. I don't know. Yeah. For all we know, we'll get to the tell-all and they'll be holding hands and... She's she can't. I keep looking anytime near Franklin. I'm like Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. Nicole. Or, or the canyons, it just echoes. Nicole, <laughs> Nicole, Nicole. Guys, if you're in LA and you've spotted Nicole, please let us know. She please. can't still be in Egypt, right? I don't think so. She, can't, she was okay. so she was so so miserable. I mean, I hope yeah. they break up. It it's it was it's getting hard to watch. It's just. Uh, there's she's very sad. few bright spots yeah i know she's just really sad i'm hoping one of the one of the friends from the pasadena flea market will come over that would help her that would help her <laughs> i mean he he doesn't understand or he doesn't know what the compromise concept mm-hmm. is because he's telling us like, he tells her he's like well even if i change things about myself that i don't want to change and do things for you it's <laughs> the problem is still there and I still yeah, want to be doing them. And she's like, yeah, that's a compromise. And he's like, oh. it's not going to work. <laughs> let's yeah. Let's move on because you're right. There aren't any bright spots, but that's essentially everything that happened to them. So next week we shall see. I want to move on Kate to a couple that I simply wrote. My first line in my extensive notes was in capital letters. W H A T question mark, exclamation mark, question mark. We open in Inja with Jen going, yeah, so um, I have to leave India. I'm sorry. What? So last week we discussed this, Kate. She obviously had had that disastrous yet hilarious time with the law immigration lawyer that says you had a single entry. You didn't read it properly. You're going to have to either get married in the next couple of days. You have to go back to America blah, 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 and get a new visa. So she was like, oh, it's heartbroken. They're all crying. We open up this. I have never seen a smile bigger 
on Rishi and Jen than this entire episode. This was their happiest episode, and she's leaving. We open up, and she's like, "So I'm going back to America." Um, you know, my part, my, I have to get a new visa over there. And we're all, I'm stunned because we had discussed, I said, Kate, what's going to happen? She's going to go back to America. And you were like, no, you know what it's like? It's 90 day. They're going to end up getting married. Oh no. So she's packing all of her shit. And I'm just like, I just wrote, why are neither of them upset? She had moved everything. She had moved her entire life. We're led to believe to India to get married. She'd say goodbye to her farm, goodbye to the family. And it's a month. And she's packing all the shit up and going back home. And neither of them, he rented that apartment, supposedly. Neither of them are bothered. Was it just me that got that impression? Or were you completely confused by this episode? I didn't get the impression that they weren't bummed out about it. I know. I, I No, like, I, I thought oh. they were upset. Like, oh, really? They weren't crying, but... You know, she, I think she was mostly upset because she felt so stupid for getting her visa wrong. And she was embarrassed. I just don't understand how you wouldn't be in the depths of despair, realizing that you've done all this stuff to move to another country. And then you were like, it's 30 days. I don't know when I'm going to get a visa again. And I have to go home. And she was like, I'm just packing it up. And then Rishi's like, oh, and he's smiling. Like, he was smiling. And well, then they have this proposal. Well, we know. Well, we know why Rishi was smiling. The so Jen was like la la la, and then we get. To, she's packing all her shit up again, suitcase upon suitcase, and she's like, "So I'm going to go back, get another visa." Then he does this romantic, like before she gets in the taxi, he proposes in the middle of the street, and she is blown away. And I'm like, uh, "Oh." Okay, I mean, his parents are still trying to find him a wife. She's lying to the parents. He's lying to the parents. She has to go back to America. I don't know why they're all so happy. And he's, she's like, well, it isn't what we wanted, but so we see each other again. And they, like, kind of kiss. They, she gets in the cab, and I swear he turns around and has the biggest grin I have seen on him <laughs> since <laughs> in the entire season. <laughs> I was blown away. All the hot moms at the gym are coming off the bench. <laughs> so time. happy. Third He's time like, again. get to work. Because we see a land back in Oklahoma to an airport that was just so dead. I've never seen an airport like it. Maybe Iowa, maybe Cedar Rapids or something like that, but just yeah. no one there. And then her sister-in-law that she's all pally with comes and picks her up and brings her some boots. And they get in the sister's truck, horse's truck, and... She starts talking to her, and I think you're right. I think she's embarrassed. I definitely think she's embarrassed, and she says she's embarrassed by it all. And the sister-in-law starts asking, well, did you have the same sexual chemistry? And she's like, well, we didn't have sex, because, of course, she wanted to wait to her marriage, but they're not getting married. And it's a really awkward, weird, staged conversation. And I don't think Jen had any intimate relations with Rishi at all. I'm not talking about just sex, but... Like, you never even, he never stayed over and cuddled or, like, they kissed, but it was, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but the whole conversation mm. was very, very odd to me. And it was as though Jen was hiding something. I don't know what it was. That's what I think. And then okay. t- she's going back to the farm and it's all cozy and she's back with her brother and her sister-in-law and her mum's there and they've cooked a big dinner. There was salad and a plate of cookies, which I couldn't, I couldn't get my head around that I appreciate mm. that. 
I appreciated it, but I couldn't understand why that was on a dinner table. Oh, farm life. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So she sits down, she's been traveling for like 32 hours and she's still got that smile on her face. She sat there and then they just grill her. They just completely grill her about Rishi. Yep. She kind of slowly trickles out the information. I can't. I can't. <laughs> she starts it off positive saying oh well you know he did an in-person proposal before i got oh on the plane God. and her brother's like laughing as well he's like oh what with the ring oh. <laughs> and they're like okay so when's the wedding she's like ah well you know lots of issues to work out oh and then she God. tells them okay well I, I met his family i i did get introduced as a friend and they have been looking for a wife for him for two years so Just- there's that but then she's like, but he's going to move out for me. He's going to move out of his mom's house. In the words of Bethany Frankel, in a famous reunion directed towards Sonia Morgan, do you believe your own bullshit? Because does Jen actually believe like any of this is good? Is she completely delusional? I think she, I don't think she's dumb you know like i think deep 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 down she's aware that this is all quite fishy and he's not doing enough but she's these women on the show and it's mostly the women just accept breadcrumbs they accept breadcrumbs and they like they just make themselves believe that that is enough and that their relationship is normal that's a really good point. And it brings up another point. Do you think that they are acutely aware that they're being filmed? Because none of them are actors apart from, well, we don't know about Nicole. But, you know, do you think they just have got used to the cameras and are being honest? Or do you think they're putting on a front? And I don't mean acting, but I mean being like, I'm going to have to keep smiling about this because I don't want to look like a complete moron on television. I think she's smart enough to do yeah. that. yeah. I think so. It's just, I'm like, Jen. And then we get, look, I actually said out loud, I burst out laughing. Then I said, I'm sorry. Because we, we know, by the way, that Jen makes it back. Because remember, we see them in person. She goes, for next week, we see, um, so, oh, to wrap up the family thing, they're basically like, well, we're concerned that your heart's going to get broken. She's like, I know. Okay, so then next week, She's telling someone, well, I'm going back to India in a few weeks. Uh, oh, that was fast. Uh, apparently, I don't know how she got, gets these visas so quickly. We don't know the time lapse either, but she's speaking on Zoom to her two friends. If you remember, one of the friends had set up a little catfish before she went away. And Jen just said, so this friend had set up a fake account, contacted Rishi to see what he would say to a strange woman contacting him, a DMing, and he said, where are you from? And that was the, kind of the extent of the conversation. But this friend warned Jen. Jen said, oh, it's all right. Went to India, came back. So she's on the, she's saying she's going to India again. And this friend, oh, she's not letting up. She goes, Jen, I need to tell you something. What? He sent me this photo. I'm sorry. It's not funny. But it's a photo of Rishi that he sent this unknown woman. He doesn't know, you know, this woman made up a profile um, of him just in his towel, topless selfie. Oh, 
Jen. Jen, get out for the love of God. Get out. No, think, she goes back to India. I, I think we're going to get more scenes like we saw her leaving that voicemail crying on the floor. I, we'd forgotten all of that. I want that part of Jen to come out. I, I want the it's irrational coming. Jen. I it's want coming. The, because we definitely saw last week in a preview um, that she was face-to-face to him, showing him the photo, being like, well, why did you send this? And that Rishi's a sneaky bastard. I'm calling it right now. He's a sneaky bastard. He is. And we see. we also this week in the preview saw someone asking him flat out, have you cheated on Jen? So... Okay. I'm I want to protect protect Jen. I like Jen a lot. I'm I really I do like Jen. I really like her. Yeah. Um who do you want to go to next? Uh let's just really quickly do Gabe and Isabel cuz it's so fast. Yeah, go ahead. Um basically they go on this little day trip with her parents and then Gabe sits them down and using the help of the translator app, he's telling them that he's trans. Yep. And then then the reactions next week, right? Reactions next week. And I'm actually very hopeful that dad, for some reason, I just get a really good feeling about them. And I think it's all going to be really good. Yeah, because they already love him. You know, it it would be more work. I don't know. I don't know why they would just take that love away for just for that. Well, people can be very prejudiced, as we all know, but I don't yeah. think Isabel's parents are. I just yeah. feel like they're full of love. So uh, right. they better step up some drama because if we don't have any drama by Gabe and Isabel, we're not interested. Um, then we get, let's, let's, should we go over to, uh, why don't we go to, we'll stay in Colombia and we'll see how Chris is doing when we get another first scene of Jamie walking into that hellhole, as I said, train spotting esque bedroom. And you see Chris in that bed again. And Jamie walks in, and the first line is, Hi, my little sick. And I just wrote, Fully detoxed. I, <laughs> I can't. I... But Polly, the neck brace. She wore a neck brace, so her neck is really hurt, okay? I am lost. Jamie walks in, and Chris is like, oh, I, I how are you feel? feeling a lot better today, shaking. Feeling a lot better today, thanks. Yeah, I bet you are. And then, conveniently, she's feeling better, Kate. There's two things happening. Conveniently feeling better, and she doesn't need to go, go, go back to Alabama for this court case, apparently. Oh, that worked out. That really worked out. So strange because I did not know if you get subpoenaed to go to a court, you can just brush it off. Didn't know that. Hmm, okay. Didn't know that. So then Jamie's like, oh, that's amazing. Well, that means we can go on our trip today. They're going to go glamping, which, by the way, only housewives can do. So stop. We're going glamping. And she just goes, oh, I'm so shaky. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was something. But she's fit as a fiddle at this point, apart from the neck brace, for the right. neck brace, which comes off very quickly as well. It does. She re- mainly just needed it for the car ride, I think. Yeah. 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 So they go out to somewhere beautiful with their dog. And then we see that Chris is setting up a lot of rose petals in the bedroom to write marry me in English. And then she goes, oh, I don't know if she can read this in English. 
<sighs> anyway, um, and then she goes and finds um Jamie, who was like going for a walk or something. And she's I don't know if you guys noticed this. Jamie's so Chris is holding the little dog. Jamie's walking towards her and she's like, Hi love, come in, they hug or something, and she hands the dog to Jamie, and Jamie hugs it, and then they walk towards camera. Off to the left in the background, there's a massive wolf. It's basically it was like a big, it looks like a massive wild wolf, but it was like a beautiful big husky or something, but it's like came out of like the forest and it looked like a wolf had appeared. It is so kooky. You have to go back and watch the scene. Okay, yeah, I completely missed that. It's so weird. It's so <laughs> weird. But it was gorgeous. I think its owner was up there or something. I don't know. So then they go and they sit down for a... Oh, then she takes her to go and see the Will You Marry Me? And they get all emotional. By the way, this one and um and Jen and Rishi, they've already proposed. <laughs> like, what? No. Anyway, <laughs> so they get engaged again. And then they go and have a celebratory dinner. Now, as a vegetarian, this was a little hot. It was like, here's one piece of dead animal. Here's another piece of dead animal. Here's some blood of a dead animal. Yum, yum. It was, and then you see Chris just going, oh, I'm going to pretend I'm going to eat this. Never got an appetite. She not, not, hasn't got a lot of appetite, Chris, mm-hmm. is she? Okay. No, she doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I I was watching that, and I'm like, I bet Polly's fast forwarding this for sure. <laughs> I was. Yeah. So, what did they actually discuss at that dinner? So during the dinner, Jamie is telling her that she talked to the wedding planner. Apparently, they. I was surprised they hired a wedding planner a few weeks ago. I guess. Okay. And Jamie's like, okay, well, the wedding planner had some questions. Like, we have to tell her who's going and how many people mm-hmm. will be there. And I think it's going to be a pretty small wedding because um, only Chris's daughter is, well, she says her daughter is maybe going to make it. Yeah. And then um, Jamie, I think we'll just probably just have those friends coming because we find out that she has never sat her parents down and came out as a lesbian. Yes. She's like, I think yes, yes. that they probably know from Facebook and stuff like that because she's yeah. posting photos of her with Chris and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she doesn't even want to tell them. She doesn't even want to try to invite them because she knows that they're going to be homophobic about it and not come. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the kind of that was the end of those two. Um, I need to get to their fights with in the production van because the 90 day teased us at the very beginning. We should go back and watch that. Those two were going at it, Hammer and Tong. Those two were screaming at each other. So I'm just looking forward to that. They were. Next week we get the wedding, and then I think post-wedding it'll all come crumbling down. Right. I mean, we're we're only on episode eight, so there's how time. many? How many is that? I mean, remember last 90 day we were watching um Happily Ever After, there were like a million episodes. Well, there better be, Kate, because if we had to sit through that many episodes of fucking Ed and this is quality television, we got Debbie, we got Nicole, we got Macwood. This has to be a long series. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, I would think there'd be at least like five more episodes. Right. Gotta be. Um, Then. okay, so we have two left. Who would you like to go with, Kate? I want to go with Danielle and Johan. 
right? So she's packing up her apartment in New York City. I don't, I don't know how she did all of that. Guys, that opening scene is a packing nightmare. And she's, well, I've been back from the DR for a month. And, and she sat surrounded by shit. There are boxes. I noticed she's packing pushpins. Throw it out, Danielle. Throw it out. There are boxes. There are everything surrounding her. And she's like, yeah, it's, I think it was like Saturday. And she's like, I have to be out by Monday. I have to give them the keys on Monday. She's been there for a month. I related to this. (laughs) (laughs) I was so stressed. I'm moving this weekend. I haven't packed a single box. Not a problem. Not a problem. (laughs) I was watching her, Kate. And I told you, I'm obsessed with Danielle. Like, I really love her. And I love, I'm fascinated about how tiny she is. And I want to squeeze her. Every time I see her, I just want to squeeze her. Because she's like four foot 11. She's teeny tiny. And she's always wearing this like bigger hugging stuff. And I just want to squeeze her. I love her so much. And I wish desperately that we would see her in the classroom. That would have been so interesting to see what she was like as a teacher. I can see her being a really good teacher. That's what I thought. I can see her being amazing with students. She teaches high school and she says, it's going to be really weird. I had to come back to finish the school year. But um, for the first time in 19 years, she's not going to be teaching. Do you think that maybe it pushed her over the edge to retire from teaching because she went on Love in Paradise and then everyone saw her on that show? And she's like, yeah, I got to stop. I got to get out of the." How she went into a classroom of high schoolers after being on Love in Paradise, where she talks about Johan's penis, being a witch, $30 peanuts. I mean, I, I I don't know. All her financials are exposed. She talks about how much she paid for everything with him. And she went into the classroom. What I'm realizing now, she's done 90, I swear, correct me if I'm wrong, but she said 19 years of teaching. One more year. One more year, she did speak about that. She would get more in a pension to reach two decades of teaching. But instead. Instead, she tells us that she's moving towards love. She's She's moving towards towards love. love. She's moving towards love. She doesn't exactly arrive to that. Uh, So, okay, I have a question for you. How many suitcases do you think? Well, you did move your whole life. I did move my whole life. How many suitcases did you have? We had boxes shipped. Now, okay. So she had boxes shipped plus 10 suitcases. And I can tell you, suitcases that are heavy and just n- numerous would have cost her a fortune, absolute fortune to put on that plane. You have two mats. And if you're in first class, let's say she went first class, you have, you have two big suitcases. And she paid a fortune just for that plus all the stuff she shipped as well i mean when i when i moved my entire life from england and two cats by the way from england all the way over to los angeles um i had a guitar i had a um backpack and i had two suitcases and the rest was all shipped we shipped in boxes but no a lot of stuff i just you know lost to time it just goes yeah. away but she is kookadook but she's a lot of her botanica stuff you know she needs all her stuff from the botanica so um but she gets out of that airport and he's waiting there i just 
I always forget the height difference. And as soon as I see it, my heart leaps. She is up to his belly button and just looks up at him. I can't imagine it. Like, I'm a tall girl, so I just can never imagine what it's like, and I'm fascinated by it. Yeah. Um, and he hugs her, and then they go to the car, Kate. Oh, God. I can't believe she was... I can't believe she was blaming this on him so much, to be honest. That's what I thought as well. I mean, yeah, he's a moron, but yeah, what? that's not his fault. She's like, yeah, I didn't tell him I was bringing 10 suitcases, but he should have known if I'm moving my whole life here that he can't just bring a sedan. He needs to bring a van. And it's like, you definitely should have told him you were bringing 10 huge suitcases. And by the way, he doesn't even own a car. And she, this is one that's borrowed. And he's and she's like, well, we should have borrowed something bigger. It's like, but it's, it's like... Uh, yeah. So he's like, well, we got to put them on top. So he Stop. straps like four of them to the top. And then I guess they shove the rest in the back seat in the trunk. And then they fight over who's going to drive. Now, do I appreciate him being um, machismo about this? No. But. I hate driving, so I can't relate to wanting to drive through his yeah. city. She's just come off a flight as well, a long ass flight. Let him drive. But then she did make the point of he she's been driving for 25 years. He's only got his license for a year. He's already been in an accident and got a ticket. So So that's fair. Yeah, that is fair. <sighs> she eventually Yeah, she gives in and he's driving. And then they start fighting about how he just needs, he's like, I don't like that you don't obey me. And I have a penis and I'm in the man. So I'm the man. So you just need to not argue with me. And she's like, you need to think about how you want this marriage to be because I can argue with you all day, every day, but you don't want that. And I was like, oh my God, I'm exhausted already for them. She just landed. She, she just, just landed. Went, moving towards and- love. By the way, the last thing that I remember before we we never saw her leave the DR. I just remember her fighting with him. Oh, and then they made up in that in that hotel room. I don't know. She's Danielle. We know. Spoiler alert. We know that she is still in the DR right now because she did an Instagram live and she said, "Why would I live anywhere else but here?" So I know she's still there, but mm-hmm. God knows the state of those two. I mean, really. Kate, take us into a strange, beautiful. Strange, beautiful. (laughs) Oh, my God. So Debbie, (laughs) Debbie is still beside herself. She is fanning herself with a peacock fan. And she is upset with Osama, man. He's saying it's just a misunderstanding and yes. things were lost in translation yes, because yes. you'll remember listeners last week she had just gotten there and they're talking about logistics and plans. And yes. he says, oh, well, you know, I thought we'd go stay with my family. And then after a couple months, you can head back to the States and we'll evaluate where we are at that point. That yes. was not the plan and it wasn't her plan at all. And she's upset yes and i will note listeners never ever have peacock feathers in your house peacock feathers are extremely bad luck i was always brought up to believe that so don't have peacock feathers in your house and don't put them on a fan kate when that when we see her fanning herself with that all i could think of is debbie was made 
for Amdram, Amateur Dramatics. I want to see her in the local production of A Glass Menagerie. Like, (gasps) that's where she needs to be. Yes, 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 absolutely. A strange beautiful on the stage. I would pay good money to see Mm. that. We see Osama come to the door, and I did like it. He's very much like strange. No, he's shy. Okay, I've got to stop. He's like, can we talk? Okay, man. (laughs) So she goes out, and I think Osama articulates himself very well. And you know who he reminds me of? Kate, you look you look so confused when I say that. This is true love, so don't start with me on this, Kate. Um, I remember reading once that Shakira learned English by reading poetry. And we know that Osama is a poet. Right. And I'm convinced with some of the wording that he did the same as Shakira. Him and Shakira are in the same boat. And some of the things he's saying to Debbie, I think he I think the conversation went well, Kate. It did. I didn't like that he was kind of spinning it differently than he had the night before. And she points this out, too, because he's like, no, it was just a complete misunderstanding. And she's like, no, you said last night that you didn't tell me this plan because if you had, I wouldn't have come. Man. Man. And he's like, "Uh, yeah. Yeah. So she's like, okay, let's start slow because I, I need to, you need to build up my trust again and we need to, you know, get to a secure place again. So um, she's going to cut him some slack and let him prove himself again. They go to the beach. Yes, they do. Almost immediately, Debbie spots a man with a camel. Which I will just point out, I do not support this. Animals should not be paraded around for tourists to get on and ride. I think it's disgusting. Carry on. So she is intent on uh, taking a ride. So she she's like, can I can I ride the camel? Oh my god, it's a camel! And the the guy who ha- whose camel it is, he's just like, okay, all right. So. She gets on. She's like, is there a seat belt? What do I do? And so she kind of hoists. She swings her leg around. And then and then Osama gets on in front of her. And she's holding on to his uh, slender little waist. And she's just hooting and hollering and having the time of her life. I mean, it's a beautiful sight. I have never. Debbie is, you know, the beach. The cameras may not have done it justice, but it was just a beach. And she was like, whoa, man, this is like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And Osama's like, oh, yes, my love. It's so beautiful, my love. And my strange, beautiful. It's so wonderful, strange, beautiful. And they, they are just so happy. She is like a child. It's just a wonderful sight to behold. And as I said, I fully support both of them in their relationship. And that's how I feel, okay? Okay. Okay. I don't see any of this going wrong. I <laughs> So okay. I don't know. I don't know about this. Um what happened after that was the that the last we saw of them on the beach? Uh well, they get off the camel and then she is worried. She's like, "Well, a lot of people look at us all, all the time, you know, the age difference and she's American and everything." And so she's asking him if she embarrasses him. And he's like, no, 
you're crazy, but I'm crazy too. And that's why I like you. And, yes. and you just see in her eyes, he won her back. He won her over again. So match made in heaven. I adore them. I support them. And I hope Debbie is having a beautiful time. I am, you know what? I'm thrilled to see when she meets the parents. I cannot wait for that because that's where she falls off the donkey, the scene that we're all waiting for. So that, cause he has the donkey at his farm. Oh, I honestly was like waiting for her to fall off the camel, but oh, I'm confusing that donkey. with Lou. <laughs> yes. Oh, Morocco. Um, that was Lou in Morocco. Okay. So guys, that's our wrap up of 90 Day Fiance. And you know, the people at TLC, thank you. You are doing outstanding work. You are providing us with everything that a lot of the other 90 Day franchises did not do. And we appreciate it. And we hope there is so much more to come because the state of all of them, I mean, there's not one that's redeeming. There's not one. And it's great TV. Yeah. Gabe and Isabel are the greatest hope. Yeah. (laughs) So guys, listen, we're going to love you and leave you. But um, as we said at the top of the show, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Tender Loving Care Podcast. Go to patreon.com and search Tender Loving Care Podcast. Sign up for our very, very exclusive episode that only only available to Patreon members. Once a week, we cover Vanderpump Rules. Um, it is only $5 a month. And with that, you'll get entered into the draw to get a very special prize, which you can find about if find out about if you listen to our previous episode on the stream. So go and listen to that now. Listen to this again and send send it all to your friends, send it to everyone. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Kate, last words. Thank you so much. You are our strange beautiful. Hmm. Love. Strange beautiful. Bye-bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.